Good morning, everybody. It's um, uh, Friday morning on the uh, 21st of May, and it's only 6.30, but I'm feeling really good. Anyway, so I'm going to continue recording from the posts that I wrote when I first started the protocol, So, which, were, which, is, which was obviously September uh, of 2017. So I'm actually now up to um, October. So this is my post from October the 5th, and it's called So Careful. So Careful. This will be posted on Sunday, November the 5th. But the, at the time of writing, it's Saturday afternoon. I felt compelled to write now because of how I feel, and it's likely to be different in a few hours. So my optimism and enthusiasm will probably be at a lesser level. This morning, as in Saturday, after I had been to the bathroom, got dressed and had breakfast, I actually felt better than at any time in years. I know I've said this before, but you have to understand that the progress of this protocol, protocol, if done correctly, will constantly improve. The title of this post is So Careful. And that's referring to my actions and attitude to what's happening. It's also easy to feel good and then act as if the body that I live in is, in, is perfectly capable of moving normally. I almost fell earlier. Not because I'm weak or unsteady, no. It was because I tried to do something physically I had no right to even contemplate. As it happens, I didn't fall but it was only because of my cat-like reflexes. Okay, maybe not cat-like, exactly, but good for an old geezer with MS. <laughs> I can tell you it's an incredibly good feeling, just knowing things are better than they were a couple of months ago. Whether you know me from 10, 20 or 30 years ago, or just through social media or whatever, be happy for me. My life is changing for the better. Now it's Sunday morning and the great feelings from Saturday mornings have not gone. Yay! I'm still feeling good. November the 6th, called Primary Goal. Primary Goal. When I wake, which is normally around 5.30, I usually start my day by drinking. No. Not alcohol, but water. Before I get up, I have to have at least a litre of water with bicarbonate of soda. Contrary to the general belief that salt is bad for you, and obviously bicarb is a form of salt. Good salt, not the crappy nutritional bereft table salt. Good salts are absolutely necessary. So Himalayan crystal salt is best. I either use Sole, it actually spells S-O-L-E, pronounced Sole, or Bicarb first thing. Then I look at what I've written, or if not, I write, for on my, off, write on my almost daily post. It's not as if people are waiting or expecting to read what I write, but I sort of feel I have to. I've made a commitment to myself that I will get healthy. 
I will follow this amazing protocol and see it through. I can't sit in the corner feeling sorry for myself. I can't stamp my feet and demand someone else fixes me. No, this is my problem. My health and the only one, the only thing that will change it is me. If I do what's right, if I follow the guidelines and stick to the plan, if I stay away from foods that may well taste good, but that's because of bad stuff that's in there. If I do this and I have commitment and mental strength, then I will win. There's no ifs or buts. It's a foregone conclusion. So getting back to my point, am I becoming Ronnie Corbett? That's just a joke. My point is that my primary goal is my health is to kick myself up the backside and then stay focused and motivate myself. So bear with me, please. November the 7th, 2017. Don't be a... On Monday morning, I felt great. Stronger and more stable than I normally do in the morning. I usually go and sit down, have my first supplements and then drink two mugs of red clover tea. But I felt better than normal, so instead I went to the kitchen to get my breakfast and the two drinks from the fridge. That took about 10 minutes. Then I returned to my normal position on the sofa to write yesterday's post. The fact that I had been, the fact that I had not had the liquids that I normally drink made a difference. It was then that I realised that I had made a big mistake because I had gone from feeling really good to feeling really weak, just because of not having the drink and the salt tubs. To go from one extreme to the other in 20 minutes was horrible. I realised about 10 years ago that the salt tablets, so that's 2 times 320 mil, 320 milligram, are absolutely necessary for me. It's just frustrating that I could be so stupid to think that I could be so physically active. Okay, just standing, not just standing, not actually physically active, but physical for me. Before getting two things that are fundamentally necessary for me. Huh, can you believe it? So now, right on the board a hundred times, Stefan, don't be a dickhead. And you can substitute anything you want. And... Follow the rules. November the 8th, 2017. It's called What's Important. What's Important. In February of 2004, I was living and working in Denver, Colorado. I was married and enjoying my work, which at that time was in the IT industry. My wife was a graphic designer and successfully ran her own business. Between the two of us, we earned very good money. We both had new cars. Our house was worth close to a half a million dollars. On paper, it sounds good. But in reality, it wasn't because I had just been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And we had a horrendous mortgage. As I'm sure you can imagine, having a huge financial commitment, a stressful job, and just being told that you have an incurable disease that would mean that 
the chance of working in a stressful environment for much longer was slim to none. To make matters worse, the woman I was led to believe would be with me for better or worse, in sickness and in health, decided that she would be much she would rather be with a, a different guy, with lots of money. Initially it was horrendous for me, but in hindsight I was much better off being on my own. Five years after the divorce I was back in England and in a better position to deal with my own health. For the first four years I stuck to my knowledge and experience that I had gained during a several year period working for a great man. That was Dr. Hal Huggins. I also did lots of research and tried multiple things, programs and protocols that would supposedly help. Some did a bit, but most didn't. That was until I was told about an incredible woman that had healed herself, not eased or alleviated um, her symptoms, but completely healed herself. Okay, up to date. Two and a bit months into following your protocol, I'm feeling better and more optimistic than I have for a long time. Since November 2012, when I returned, there's been several really bad days, numerous falls and times that I honestly was so close to ending it all. The past 10 weeks have changed everything. As far as my belief in being healthy again, having a great job, big house, great car, very social life, a very active social life, it's all well and good. I was proud of my achievements, making a good life in America, but in reality, all I had pales into insignificance now. The only thing that matters, the only thing that's important is my health. So because of Mary, my friend in Wisconsin, who told me about this, then Janet Orchard and Amber Rock, I will once again have it. November the 9th, not all good. Not all good. Most days I write about the positive things that are happening. I believe in being positive and optimistic. As far as I'm concerned, that's a far better place to be. Positive attract positive, right? There's no point, no future in whining. Oh, woe is me. Why am I always suffering? If that's what you send out, then that's what you keep getting back. So, my attitude is that I'm grateful for the improvements that are happening. There is no doubt in my mind, not a single iota of concern or worry. I am getting better. My condition is improving. So saying these things must mean that I'm in a great place physically and mentally because of all the positive, right? Well, not exactly. It's not all good all the time. The positives happen, yes, but it's not a cumulative effect. I'm not as weak or as unstable as I was, but I'm still weak, just not as weak as I was. My weakness and instability and pain was bad. If I consider that at, that's at level 10, then the improvements overall have moved, to, moved me to a level 9. It's better definitely, but it's still freaking horrible when considered to a 24-hour condition. 
I'm not healed. I can't walk or sleep on my back. If I do, I can't sit up in the morning. I end up sliding off the bed and spending half an hour completely exhausting myself trying to get up off the floor. It's so frustrating and painful, so now I sleep sitting up. But, and this is such a big but, when I look at how things are now in comparison to how they were and how they would have been if I hadn't been so lucky, so, so lucky to have been told about the Amber Up Protocol. I have a mess, but my condition is improving. Just because I do things differently than I did 10 weeks ago. In the grand scheme of things, my life is better. And the very small improvements, they are small and subtle as they are, are massive to me. I will stick to this because I... Unlike the drugs and the and contrary to all the naysayers, I will stick to this because it works. Unlike the drugs and contrary to the naysayers, which are the medical professionals, that say multiple sclerosis is incurable. No, it's not all good, but it's a damn sight better than it was, and I, for one, am so happy about it. November the 10th. Consistently surprising. Consistently surprising. I start each day the same way. I can imagine my days would probably seem to be extremely boring to most people. But it's not to me. Even though in my pre-MS life, I was an extremely active man. Now, I start each day and make an assessment as to my overall health, overall condition and how the day is likely to proceed based on my ability to move and if I'm feeling particularly weak or in pain. Well, I'm always weak and in pain in comparison to a healthy person. So it's more a case of the levels of them. What surprises me very pleasantly is that I'm noticing far more positives than negatives. It isn't a case of any improvements that happen remain at that level and can be added can be added to any positives from the previous days. No, they slide back. But what I am becoming more and more aware of is that a month ago I'd go one step forward and then two steps back. That's all changed now. The reverse is happening. Now it's two steps forward, but only one back. So, although the daily improvements are negatives, I'm. Although there are daily improvements and negatives, I'm more aware of my condition now as a positive in comparison to a few weeks ago. There are definitely specific times that I could complain of my weakness or uncoordinated movement, but in reality, there are improvements that are consistently surprising me. If you were to take a snapshot of the good now, or the good and bad now, and compare them to a snapshot of the good and bad a month ago, the good would definitely be significantly better, and the bad wouldn't be anywhere near as bad. I've said this many times before, and I'm probably going to say it another thousand times. Thanks, Janet. November the 11th. Inspirational. 
inspirational. Over the past 10 weeks, I've attempted to follow the Amberop Protocol. Each day, I've done what I felt was right, although on several occasions, I've either kicked myself in the bus because I realized I was not being strict enough with myself, then made the appropriate adjustments. However, a couple of times the headmistress, headmistress, ooh, sorry, Janet, <laughs> has very firmly but kindly put me straight on something that I'd neglected to do, which is read and comprehend the labels. I think I need to apologise to myself and Janet for not doing something that, that in reality is fundamental to succeeding. I know I will succeed, but only if I pay attention. I'm actually really annoyed with myself for ignoring a procedure that's absolutely necessary. I think Friday was truly the first day of compliance, even though the arrogance, I know what I'm doing part of me, thought I was doing it right. I did feel tired at 12.30, but not as tired and certainly not for as long, or for not as long. I felt stronger, more stable and coordinated, and I believe that's down to doing it right. As I'm writing this, which is Friday 11.30pm, I feel great. And the past 15 hours have felt quite inspirational. I know I can cope quite comfortably with the restricted diet, the adjustments of foods, plus the 5 litres of water, and the supplements have been considerably easier to swallow than my pride. P.S. A comment. If it's not working for you or a loved one, isn't healing. It's not because the Amberop Protocol doesn't work. It's because it's not being done correctly. A simple fix for that is do it right. November the 12th, 2017. Saturday. Saturday, what a great day that was. I'd made a couple of changes on Friday that put me closer to complete compliance with the protocol. And both Friday and Saturday were great. Obviously, by midday, weakness was still there. But as I mentioned yesterday, the weakness wasn't as radical as it had previously been. I think the fact that I have to drink around almost two liters of water more than what was suggested in the protocol. That is a problem. Not everyone has, but I've tried cutting down a couple of times before, which resulted in major problems for me. About two years ago, I told myself that I would be okay to cut down or to cut back by about a litre. I just didn't have a drink in the morning and by 10am I collapsed and that, that I didn't have the strength to get up the floor. Frustrating and very humiliating as my bladder ignored the fact that I couldn't get up. Fortunately, my niece, who was my care at the time, responded to the text I sent, help. I was able to spend, sorry, uh, send the text, help. 
When she arrived, it helped me get back into into a kneeling position with my body resting on the sofa. She helped me by using a straw to drink half a litre of water. 30 minutes later, I was able, as able, with assistance to get up. So, five litres of water is about 40% more than what is suggested. But believe me when I say, in my case, it's absolutely necessary. Anyway, yesterday was great. And I'm 100% happy and committed to this. I know there will be days that are okay or even bad days. But I'm confident that their number will be dwarfed by the amount of good days I have. November the 13th, 2017. Should I be? Should I be? The Amber Up Protocol is a very well proven protocol perfected by the late and great Amber Rock, healing herself of multiple sclerosis within just four years. Since then, numerous others have gone on to do the same. Reading one of her books, specifically Healing Multiple Sclerosis, filled me with a a greater level of genuine hope and optimism for the future than any doctor medical professional or method I've seen, used or read about since being diagnosed with this hideous disease in 2004. Unless you are unlucky enough to have it or are are living with someone that does, you can't be expected to truly understand how this affects one's life. It can transform you from a healthy, active person as I was to just a mind living in a body that you have very little control over and in, and as and as in some degree of pain in part of the non-conforming body 24/7 anyway when i learned about ambarock and her achievements and more than two decades of health and her inexplicable death just over two months ago, I became very excited and, and quite frightened. Excited because she proved it isn't incurable. Nervous and frightened about my commitment. And would I be able to follow the protocol correctly? And if so, would it work for me? I see things very differently now. I'm still excited. But the nerves and fear no longer exist in my life because now I have absolute confidence in the protocol and in my ability to do it. The only should I be in my life now has nothing to do with me being nervous or frightened. No, now it's should I be making plans for my future. The answer is hell yeah. November the 14th, 2017, it's called Willpower. Willpower. For me and everyone else on this tough, demanding, frustrating, confusing journey, the one thing that will help us push push through all of the above emotions is a 100% commitment and belief that success and the return to good health is within our grasp. 
I've had what most people will think of as an adrenaline junkie existence. I've ridden at more than 145 miles an hour on my Yamaha FZ1000 Genesis. Not a particularly clever thing to do, but it was me 20 years ago. Mind you, as a speed thrill, that doesn't make much compared to my 180 mile an hour head down no lift skydive. When skydiving, I've done 834 of them. Skydives, that is, not just no lift dives. I was also a hang glider, scuba diver, mountain bagger, rock climber, and a pilot. I've also been very lucky to have been to 21 countries around the world and to have lived for 11 years in Colorado in the USA. Having done so many wonderful things is all well and good, but it's in the past and has no bearing or influence on this disease. It doesn't discriminate between people from different countries, their gender, faith or lack of it, or someone that is good or bad. It just takes you, whoever and whatever you are. Now, when it comes to healing this so-called incurable disease, the same applies. As in, if you follow and stick to the protocol, then it matters not one iota who you are, your gender, your work, blue or white colour. If you do it as per plan, it will work. Now, there are going to be hiccups along the way. I personally have them on a regular basis. Monday was a pig for me, but falls, frightening weakness and serious balance issues are particularly difficult to deal with as, other, as I live alone. But as I've said, they are hiccups. It'll be good on Tuesday. I'm writing this on Monday evening. I've always believed that I'd heal myself. Even 10 years ago, when at the time I've been suffering with this disease for four years. That was 10 years ago. I kept telling myself that I would find a way, although I didn't know specifically how. I just knew I would. Since reading the book and learning, learning that there was a documented record of how to beat this hideous disease, my confidence is justified now that there's proof. Now it's not just me, not just down to my own belief. Now it's the Amber Protocol added to my willpower. So it's a done deal.